I'll be your host. Today's segments include actually working and then a recap of my trip last weekend to the Estes Walmart. So I'm going to be honest, you guys, I have not had a ton of knitting time. I, I think this summer, this year has just been a little bit crazy busy. Work has been exceptionally busy and between going into the office more and now I'm driving for my commute, uh, I'm just not, I'm not getting a ton of knitting time in at the moment. But I do have a project that I'm pretty excited about that I'm making really good progress on and that is my anemone sweater. So the anemone sweater is a Vera Valimaki pattern. This is from Interpretations 5 and it's a very cute cap sleeved sweater. It's got a really adorable ruffle on one side. So it's oversized, a little bit boxy. I think the pattern has five or more inches of ease in it, positive ease in it. Um, and there's very cute short row shaping and then kind of a traveling increase decrease. So you do this little section where you increase like crazy and do some short rows to establish the ruffle. And then as I go, basically every other row, the ruffle gets a little bit bigger. So it's very, very cute. I'm really excited about the piece itself. And I'm really looking forward to having this in my summer wardrobe. I was going to talk about one thing summer wardrobe wise that I was pretty excited about, not knitting related necessarily. Although I do have two other sweaters that I'm ready to cast on. Actually, maybe three. I'm sorry. I'll go back. I have two other sweaters that I have cast on, but are not currently super active on my needles. And one is from Pom Pom Quarterly. It's called the Tray Skilling Sweater, and that's in some MJ Yarns, Tough Ram, in a beautiful purple. And then Tegna, which is a Boylan Knitworks by Caitlin Hunter, and that is in some turquoise craftsy yarn that I bought. So solid colors, which is great because I feel like I can pair those pretty easily with skirts for work in the spring, summer, and fall. And I just bought a couple of great new skirts. I'm actually still waiting for them to come, but I think they're going to be great. And I discovered recently Thread Up. So my, my mom is actually preparing to retire this month and going through her work wardrobe and figuring out what she doesn't need anymore. And she has tried sort of traditional consignment stuff without a ton of success. And it's kind of a lot of work and whatever. So she discovered Thread Up and was getting ready to send a bunch of her work clothes there uh, on consignment. So last weekend I was kind of curious and checking it out. And maybe I saw an ad on Facebook. Anyways, I was checking it out. And first of all, I found this bag. So I'm kind of a sucker for a good bag, you guys. And years ago, I was at a conference in Vegas, and there was a Michael Kors bag at the Venetian Hotel that I really wanted. <laughs> and it was many hundreds of dollars, and I needed a new kitchen table. And so instead of that bag, I bought myself a kitchen table. But kind of never forgotten this cute Michael Kors handbag. So I was on ThreadUp the other night, and uh, they had the bag. I think it's a $300 bag. They had it for um, less than $100, and then I had a coupon, and I ended up getting this bag for $60, bucks, which frankly is still more than I would normally pay for a bag, but not for 
this dream bag that I've wanted for ever. <laughs> and so then I was on there and then to get free shipping you needed $79. So I was looking for something to get my order up to $79. I found all these cute skirts. Some of them, because I had the coupons, must have been like 25% off or something. I got a couple of skirts for work for like three or four dollars. All these really cute, what I, what I like to wear is kind of a stretchy pencil skirt. It's comfortable. Um, if they're dressy enough, you know, if they're high enough quality, they look fairly dressy. And I got one that's like houndstooth check and one that's black with a little white flower detail on it. And then one that has kind of a Baroque design, I'm going to say. That's probably wrong. And then one that has just sort of a pattern. But anyways, four skirts. I think the most I spent for any of them was six bucks. And so I, I'm pretty excited about that. I feel like what I, I, like I knew I needed skirts and I was able to search real specifically and find exactly what I wanted. And I feel like in that circumstance, pretty good way to go. You know, I, I think it would be really difficult to shop around and just browse, but something like this where I had something very specific in mind, it was, uh, it was great. So anyways, uh, that's not really a review or a promotion or anything. I don't get any sort of a kickback, but I was really excited about it. And now I have these skirts that will pair really nicely with these sweaters that are up and coming on my needles. So that's really it for working. The main thing I wanted to jump in and talk about was the Estes Wool Market because that was last weekend. So the Estes Wool Market is at the Estes Park Fairgrounds and I drove up Saturday early afternoon and I spent about three hours up there this year. It was really fun. I, a couple of things, I swear they used to charge for parking and I got up there and they didn't charge for parking this year. So I parked and walked and then it turned out I didn't need to do that, but that was fine. I also felt like there were new vendors this year. So there's always kind of some tried and true vendors and there absolutely are very, what I'll say is like wool-based vendors, sometimes not just yarn-based vendors. So lots of spinning stuff, lots of fleece, things like that. I always think it's interesting because it's still fun to walk around and see all the stuff and do all the things. And so I started in the market and I'm trying to think about the things that I, uh, that I liked right up front. So Annie Modesit was there, Modenit Yarns. She had, her stuff is beautiful. She has beautiful gradients and she also had mini skein kits with, she had a Hamilton set. I ended up texting my friend Emily, like, do you need the Hamilton set? She did not. Um, and then uh, also they had Gilmore Girls sets. I almost bought a Gilmore Girls set for my cousin who has taken up knitting. I didn't do that either. But anyways, I really liked her stuff. Sometimes uh, I feel like I see her a lot because she does come to Yarn Fest and things like that. But I thought there were some really cute, neat new things in her booth. And then a couple that I was really excited about. So Leading Men Fiber Arts, they were there. It was their first year at the Estes Wool Market, and I think I had seen them before at Stitches West, possibly at Rhinebeck, but they definitely don't, they don't usually come to Yarn Fest, and they don't usually come to Estes Wool Market. 
so I hadn't seen them locally, but I um, I ended up buying a sweaters quantity from them. They had a nice BFL superwash on a base that was a 600 plus yard put up. So I bought, I came home with a beautiful blue, kind of a robin's egg blue, big surprise. And then I ordered a gray. They had a light gray in the booth, but they had a dark gray that I thought just looked a lot prettier with my blue that I bought. So I thought that would be fun. I, um, again, they were a new to me dyer in terms of people I had seen locally and I don't have any of their yarn. And so that was kind of a, a fun one to add a little bit to my stash. I do not know what it's going to grow up and be, but I had to order the gray, and so that'll come later anyways, so no rush there to get that cast on. The booth I was most excited about was White Birch Fiber Arts, so I just, I just really like her stuff, and so that was kind of my priority. I had a little cash budget for yarn, and I intended to use most of that in her booth, and that's pretty much the way it ended up working out. I actually think I only bought two skeins of yarn from her. I bought a blue and gray. It's a little bit Ravenclaw. I'm in a bit of a Harry Potter place because the kids and I are going to Universal later in the summer. So I bought a blue and gray that I thought would be good Hufflepuff. Not Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw. Oh my goodness. And then I bought another one that was one of her rainbows. So she's really known for her self-striping with rainbows and she has them in all different colors so she's got one that's like a light blue speckle with a rainbow and then she's got black and she's got gray and she's got purple all these different rainbow self-stripings so I bought a gray base with a rainbow I think that uh, Jack will enjoy having socks made out of that and then I will enjoy having socks made out of that and I really find that if I'm careful about how I do it I can definitely get couple pairs of socks out of her yarn, especially if I do contrasting heels and toes and cuffs. So that was my white birch fiber arts purchase for myself. I ended up in and out of her booth several times. She's very sweet and we were chatting quite a bit, but I went through once that was kind of my priority was to get in there and look at, at her stuff. And then I went and walked around before I made my purchase. And then I ended up going back. Um, one of my girlfriend's likes rainbow yarn. She's had a number of friends who have had babies after miscarriage and they call them rainbow babies. So she likes to knit them rainbow things. So that was the first rainbow that I kind of yarn muled for my friend. It was a uh, black base with the rainbows. And then the other rainbow thing that I ended up yarn muling for her was Jonathan from MJ Yarns has started to make gradients and so he had all these beautiful gradients at the show yeah buying that that rainbow gradient for my friend and then he had a bunch of other beautiful colors so that was kind of fun he's calling I think he's calling them it's I don't know if it's whips but he had a cute clever name for them because they are not officially you know new yarns yet he's still kind of experimenting with the gradient thing but it seemed like they were popular at the show and so that's always nice and uh, and that was fun and then I went to Western Sky Knits so Western Sky Knits was the other one that was kind of 
top of my list. Between that and White Birch, that was the the two that made it worth the drive up the hill. Not that it's that big of a drive up the hill, but I, I had a lot I could have been doing on that Saturday, and, and I decided to head up there for that reason. And boy, did I have a hard time making decisions in the Western Skynets booth, because I really like their stuff. I have seen them a couple times recently, most recently probably at Yarn Fest, and I think I saw them at Stitches when I went to Stitches last year. And I haven't bought anything from them in a while, and I really do like their stuff. So I decided to, well, I, I really thought at one point that maybe I was going to buy a, a gray and chartreuse combination. I really thought that that would be a lot of fun. My friend Emily made her Zwieg, Zwieg sweater um, out of some Hue Loco in gray and chartreuse and it came out really pretty and so now I've been a little bit fixated on that color combination not for my Zwieg because I have yarn picked out for that but just in general it just looked so nice so I, I thought about that she does have her Aspen sock base that is a 600 yard put up as well but at the end of the day, I, I had bought some of that yarn, I think, three years ago at Yarn Fest. Certainly at least, well, yeah, two years ago I didn't go. So it had to have been three years ago at Yarn Fest. And so it's a beautiful color, this one that I got, variegated. Again, the Aspen sock is a merino silk, and it's a 600-yard put-up. And... And I just never could decide what to do with it. I never did find a shawl pattern that I liked, and I just kind of felt like a little bit stumped. And it's really pretty, and I had skeined it up and everything, and then I just never made a decision about what to do with it. So I ended up deciding to buy a corresponding skein. So it's kind of a, a grayish, greenish blue. <laughs> um, but the the skein that I have from a couple years ago is variegated and I feel like this then picks up one of the colors which I liked quite a lot so that was fun and that was my last yarn purchase of the day the other thing that I bought myself there's this very cute vendor and I don't have the business card in front of me so I'm gonna have to add it to the show notes but this very cute vendor that has these great sheep paintings that they do and they were just adorable. And I notice them every year, and I never really do anything about it. And so then I thought, you know what, they come every year to the wool market, and it wouldn't it be fun if I bought a little print, so bought a little, I think it's a 5 by 7 print, and it's matted to 8 by 10 and I could put it in my office, and then what I could do is, every year, I could buy a new one. So I was going around and around about which one to buy, and she had all these cute ones with trees that I really liked a lot, and then she had all these adorable ones with sheep and I had a really hard time because there were a couple about sheep and wine and then I really wanted those but I ended up there was one with the the beautiful trees that she paints that had a sheep in it so that's what I ended up getting and I'm excited about that I think that could be a cute little tradition it's a very cheerful little piece of art to have in my office at work and it feels like a nice way to bring my knitting into my space there. So that was that. And then I walked around the barns and had a great time just, you know, seeing the goats and the sheep and um, the, the llamas and 
the alpacas. My favorites are always the Paco Vicuñas because they're so goofy looking. They have those big brown eyes and I don't know. I just really think they're very sweet looking. They're, I know that alpacas and, and pack animals like that can be mean, but I, I just always think they look very sweet. So anyways, short little recap there, but I just wanted to jump in and catch up with everybody and give you guys a little update there. So I, I would highly recommend it. If you're local, for sure. I didn't run into very many people that I knew up there, and I would love to see that continue to be a successful event. So maybe one of these days I'll organize, I don't know, lunch or drinks or something so that a bunch of us can get together and go. That was also Worldwide Knit and Public Day, so it was funny because I really didn't end up knitting at all, um, but but I was doing yarny things, so I figured that was that was good enough. So there are a couple of other fun summer events. The Colorado Makers Retreat was today, and from what I saw on Instagram, it looked like it was a great time. That was hosted by Liz from Colorful Eclectic and Michelle from Independent Street Yarn, and it was their inaugural event. It was their first one, and it looked like it was a lot of fun. It just did not fit into my schedule this time around, so unfortunately I didn't make it up there, but... I hope that it was great for any of you guys who listen, who went. I did see that the Fancy Tiger anniversary sale has been set, and that is set for July the 7th. I'm not 100% sure that I'll be around for that, so I'm going to call myself solid maybe for that one, but I don't know if I'll make it to the Fancy Tiger sale this year. Coming up after that would be Hot August Knits, which is the northern Colorado Yarn Crawl, and then Yarn Along the Rockies, both of which are always a lot of fun. So that's kind of where I'll be. Hopefully I'll start to get a little more knitting in. I have been doing some other crafty things and, and some things around my house and puttering with my garden. Last weekend I was um, splitting up a bunch of my succulents. I know that's not particularly exciting, but if you're a plant person, I, I had all these succulents that had gotten a little leggy and a little too big. And so I took a bunch of them and I split them into smaller pots. Last year I bought this cute Ikea pot rack that I was going to use for herbs. And then it, it just requires a little more care than I have time to deal with. So I put some succulents in it in the hopes that that would go a little better. And then I split up my aloe plant, which I was very excited about. I have an aloe plant that is as old as my son. And I haven't killed it yet, but I decided over last weekend to split it into multiple plants and that seems to have gone okay. And then I'm trying to propagate some succulents so apparently you just snap off the leaves and then stick them in dirt and they just regenerate. So we'll see. I have a lot of those ready to go um, and that's pretty exciting and my vegetables are doing well. So anyways, lots of fun summer stuff here. I hope that everybody is getting more knitting time than me. I hope everybody's having a great summer. And thank you for hanging out for this quick little update. Until I talk to you guys again, happy knitting.